Hello and welcome to the Gaylord College of Journalism and Mass Communication video tutorial series Photoshop CS4 Essentials. In these 10 tutorials you will learn enough basic Photoshop skills to put you on the path towards successfully creating any project you might work on. If you've never used Photoshop before, I encourage you to watch these tutorials on a computer that has Photoshop installed so you can have the application open and can follow along. So let's get started. <coughs> The first thing you're going to need to do uh, to follow along in these tutorials is you're going to need to click here on the Photoshop CS4 Essentials page and click here to download files that we're going to use in this tutorial series. Once you click here, it's going to give you this dialog box to download those files. And then you can <coughs> minimize that, that page. And then double click the zip file and it will open a folder that we're going to use these series of images to do some of the tutorials that we're going to use. So uh, with that selected why don't we go ahead and launch now that you have those on your desktop let's go ahead and launch Photoshop CS4. You'll find it in the dock. The dock could either be at the bottom of the screen or to the left of your screen depending on where you're working. So let's go ahead and launch Photoshop and this is what we see. We see Photoshop now what we're going to do first before I start explaining some of the tools in the workspace of Photoshop CS4 we're going to go ahead and open a document. <clears throat> there's two ways that you can open a Photoshop document. Actually there's three ways. First is to go ahead and file and then select open and I'm going to navigate to my desktop and we're going to get into that folder that we downloaded off the web and we're going to open this image here, image 7177.jpg, and press open. So that's how we open a file using the file drop down menu. So let's go ahead and close that hit by hitting this uh, red uh, X here. Another way we can open it is by simply double clicking the image. Now this won't always work depending on what file format so the best technique is to simply select that file, hit control on the keyboard and go open with and let's go ahead and select Photoshop CS4 and so that'll open it and yet another way once I close that is to drag the file down to Photoshop CS4 onto the icon in the dock and let go of the mouse and it will open it in Photoshop. Now as we start to explain <coughs> the workspace for Photoshop CS4, let me first say that Photoshop CS4 and almost all the uh, new CS4 applications have what's called now a uh, the application frame. Now the those familiar with Photoshop uh, CS3 and earlier versions it has these palettes and windows open and you can see through the desktop and see windows behind it or other applications you have open. With CS4 they've introduced what's called the application frame and to get there what you want to do is you select windows and then scroll down to application frame and it creates one solid body of the Photoshop that you can scale around. Now this is just a matter of preference how you'd like to set this up. For these tutorials, since you're working along, following along, I'd recommend you use turn off application frame and just working it in the uh, conventional uh, layout of Photoshop so you can resize things and have 
the tutorial going at the same time. Now, one thing that you might want to notice, uh, in this tutorial I've had to shrink the resolution of my monitor down so I can record these tutorials so you can see them a little bit better. So you're going to have a lot more real estate uh, in your Photoshop uh, application on your monitor than I will. So that shouldn't create any problems, but if it does, I'll let you know in the tutorials that you may have more room than I do. So let's go ahead and start talking about the workspace. What we have here, this is the document window, and this is the document that you'll have open in Photoshop. And it shows the image that you have up. And it's pretty straightforward. You have your scroll bars. If I had a really large image, I'd have to scroll left and right here. Another thing that you can do that's new in Photoshop is we have tab view. So let's go ahead and file open another app, another image. So let's select just any of these other ones and let's do 7427. And now you'll see in the document window we have tab view. So now I can just select either of these tabs and move from image to image as I work along. If I want to have uh, these images in their own document windows as opposed to the tab view, I can just select the image I want and pull it out of that tabbed area. So now I have two document windows. If I want to put that back in there, I can just move that document up to where I see that blue outline and it'll nest it back into that tab view. So that's pretty much the workspace or the document window. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and here over to the left and let's talk about the tools panel or tools palette. And in the tools palette we have all the tools that we'll use uh, through uh, while we're working with Photoshop. Now I'm not going to go over all these in detail and we'll use some of them as we work through these tutorials. But uh, these are all the tools you might use. One thing I will point out at this point is that as you hover your cursor over a particular tool or some of these buttons, you'll get what's called a tool tip that will pop up. It's this little yellow dialog box that tells you what that tool is. In this case, it's the move tool. Here we have the marquee tool, the lasso tool, the crop tool, and so on and so forth. Another thing to point out about the tool palette or tool panel is that some of these buttons in the lower right hand corner you have these little tearaway black arrows. If you, the ones, the buttons that have those, if you click down on the mouse and hold, you'll get a flyout menu that give you other tools that are underneath that button. Uh, this black square indicates that that tool is currently selected to be shown in the tool panel. If I want to select another tool, I would simply scroll down and select it, and then now that tool uh, is appears in the tool panel. So let's go ahead and go back to the marquee tool. So I'm going to hold down on the mouse and select the rectangular marquee tool. And that pretty much sums up the tool panel. <clears throat> Over here to the right we have different palettes and we can have these open in different cases. Here we have the colors panel, the swatch panel or palette, and the styles panel. Here we have the adjustments panel or palette and the masks panel. And as you see, as I select these objects, they collapse and decollapse. So if I double-click the adjustments palette, it'll collapse it all together. If I click it again, it expands it. Down here in this other palette, we have the layers uh, palette, channels and paths. We won't discuss channels and paths. We will talk about layers. You'll use layers a lot while you're working in Photoshop. Here we have some other tools that have been collapsed. This is the history palette, and it has the actions and history. Uh, we'll definitely talk about the history, but not a whole lot. To collapse these panels, you can simply hit this button here, and it will collapse it back in. Uh, 
I can collapse that or expand it with those arrows. We have different views the way to view the panels. We'll discuss more about the panels as we start working with uh, particular techniques that we're going to discuss in the tutorials. Here we have the control panel and it is contextual so depending on what tool I have selected the information or attributes will change. So for instance if I have the type tool selected and you'll see that it loads up different parameters that I can manipulate. In this case with the type tool selected I can select the font, the font type, uh, point size, and different characteristics of working with type. So this is the control panel. On top here we have something new in Photoshop CS4 and almost all the CS4 applications that can be turned off and turned on again using the windows and we can turn the application bar on and off and that is something also that's new in the CS4 applications and what it does it just gives us uh, some quick access to things that we might commonly use for instance uh, in this button here called the view extras we can turn on the rulers which is a handy tool in Photoshop uh, with rulers we can pull out guides and in that case with the view extras we can show guides or turn guides off we can show grids and just what this does it just keeps us this quick access to tools that are options that are usually hidden in the drop-down menus which we'll get to in a bit to continue along here and again if you just hover over these objects it'll give you a tool tip of what they are this is the zoom mode uh, now you can zoom in and out of uh, objects using this. Uh, people, not sure how many people use this actually. Uh, people will probably commonly use the hotkeys for zooming in and out, and that is Command Plus or Command Minus on the keyboard or Command Zero to get back to uh, where it fits in the document window. We have the hand tool, the zoom tool, the rotate view and some other various buttons. We have screen modes and they're pretty self-explanatory standard screen mode, full screen mode with menu bar and then we have full screen mode and it'll tell you what to do. I'm going to go ahead and cancel that and go back to standard screen mode. And then after we talked about the application frame let's go over here to this what they call the workspace switcher. It's something that's new in all the CS4 applications and allows you to change the workspace that you're working in. So for right now, and I'd recommend staying in Essentials as we work through the tutorials, but you have the basic workspace, you have uh, what's new in CS4 which will show you the new items, we have color and tone which we'll do in some later tutorials. But you can just change the workspace as you're working on different things. For instance, here is video source, our video, we have web. So we're just going to go ahead and stay in essentials. If when you start moving palettes around and you want to kind of get back to the default setting of the essentials workspace, all you need to do is go uh, collect essentials again and it'll go back to this default settings. Now some of the other applications have an option called reset essentials so there's a little bit of difference in between the applications about how the workspace switcher works but they're pretty subtle and they're pretty intuitive. So now that we talked about the new application bar let's talk about the drop down menus at the top. In Photoshop we have the preferences. This is where we could change say if we wanted to work in different dimensions and measurements we have file where we find open and close and save as and save, edit, 
image. We'll get into this in later tutorials. The layer drop-down menu, the select, filters, analysis, 3D, and you can go ahead and peruse these drop-down menus if you'd like. And we won't go over all the things in Photoshop because Photoshop is a very robust. They keep uh, adding things to Photoshop to accommodate users. So we're just going to cover the high points and just give you the essentials uh, for working with Photoshop. So that go ahead and racks up this tutorial. What we're going to do in the next tutorial is introduce you to the color correction or color adjustment techniques that you'll use uh, when working with photos that someone else has shot or you have shot to make them uh, appear a little bit better.